Hi, I'm Rick Anthony, and welcome to the Someone You Should Know podcast, the podcast that focuses on musicians, authors, and interesting people. We like to say we're making a difference one artist at a time. So sit back, have a cold one, and get ready to meet someone you should know. When I prepare my notes for an interview, there are times that I struggle to find the right angle or get the right questions to make it entertaining. Not the case for today's guest, because she is a TV host, a media coach, a best-selling author, and she's got brand new music dropping tomorrow. Will you please welcome Amy Scruggs? Amy, welcome aboard. It is such an honor to be here. I've really actually been looking Looking forward to this interview. So I think we're about to have some fun together. I, you know, I agree too. That's the same thing, Amy. I, I've been looking forward to this too because I, you've got brand new music. I did country music for what, 14, 16 years, 16 years of my career, and the rest of it was in rock radio. But I want to talk about one thing first to get you going here. I saw a brief clip when you were talking about that there was a mantra that you developed or came up with that was the same mantra that I had for my five decade radio career. Watching the tape creates champions. Yes. This is from former football coach John Robinson. The reason why that resonates with me was as I would you know, do my show every time you cue the microphone, it would, you know, cue the tape. That way you can take it into the program director and, and he could critique your show. I would listen to that before he would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would critique my show all the way home, which wasn't always the greatest thing for me because I'd be, you know, I would be disappointed by the way it is. But the thing is, it made me better and better and yes. better. And that was also something that I did when I became a program director was to coach my talent to make sure that they had the right formatics, the right to delivery and everything. How did this become part of your mantra? It happened for me starting to tour when the music really took off for me in 2007, 2008. And I was out there doing live performances. But with live performances, you're going to radio stations, you're doing radio, and I'm on the morning TV shows in every town I went to. So I found out very quickly that I better review the tape and find out what it is I'm representing because I was green to this as well. Being a performer and putting putting myself out there in the music and with the band behind me, there's a sense of comfort and you're feeding off the audience. But when you put yourself in a situation to be interviewed or the lights and cameras come on, I had to learn that skill. And I love what you just shared because if I didn't watch it back, then I didn't know. And so it was a really great in the fire education for me that I had no idea years later was going to really pay off as a TV host and working with other professionals. At the time, it was just to make sure that I was bringing my best to everything I was doing. Awesome. Very good. Many listeners will know you from your CNBC shows, the American Dream TV, uh, Retiring Right TV, Veterans One TV, Financing the American Dream. These all resonate with me, Amy, because one, I was a 20-year Air Force veteran retired from that. And I just recently retired from my four, five decade career of being in radio. So these things resonate with me. For anyone who's not familiar with these shows, what will people see when they uh, when they check it out? Well, first, I want to reach through here and just give you a giant hug. Thank you. I'm also <laughs> the daughter of an Air Force veteran. My father served from 1961 to 1965. I spent years as the spokesperson for the American veterans for the state of California. So that's very, very, very dear to me. So thank you so much. The show's as you asked about, were a fantastic experience that I was able to do for five years. Uh, the American Dream TV focused on entrepreneurs, community leaders, hyper-focusing on different communities around the country. So it aired on different networks based on what city it was in and, and where it was being aired at that time. But it was a 
a tremendous opportunity for me to sit there and say, here's my chance to help others have their moment. I have my moments on the stage and the things that I get to do, but this allowed me to work with professionals, work with people that are running nonprofits and really doing great things for the community to say, let me help you tell your story. Let me help you get that message out there in an effective way. And it allowed me to really get behind the seat in, in production and knowing what it's like to really produce something from start to finish behind the scenes. And so it was an incredible learning curve for five years. I sat in the driver's seat there with those shows and kind of weaved in and out and learned about myself, learned about others and really expanded my network and my visibility at the same time. You know, everything you said there is exactly what the Someone You Should Know podcast is all about. I had my time in the limelight and I got to a point where my ego, we were listening to these, these, my air check tapes and such. And I got to a point where my ego was driving me and it wasn't going good. So I actually had a coming to Jesus talk and I said, listen, this is what's going on. How can I, I can I wreck this? And it, out of out of the blue, there there came this kind of almost like a thunderous roar, like help others before you help yourself. And that's what the show is all about. It's all about like the the name of the show, someone you should know. It's someone you should know. These people are are talented individuals. Either they're they're writers or they're musicians or they're just interesting people that people need to know about. So that's what this show is all about. And then and I've you know I've been in the limelight. I don't need that. So let me be the platform to share and to grow others. And that's what this is all about. You are also an author, your, your best-selling book, Lights, Camera, Action, is geared toward who, uh, Amy? Well, what's so fun about that is if I had answered that question in 2007-18, I would have just said business leaders and entrepreneurs. But 2020 hit and everybody in the world went on camera. And I watched the experience that I had and what I was doing to help professionals in a more strategic way to everyone. Teachers were having to teach virtually. Support staff in any company was now on camera and in Zoom meetings. And so I put this book together during that time, realizing how can I make this bite size so that this can help anyone in any profession, regardless of whether they're the front man for the company or they're their nonprofit or whether they're support staff, and they still need to present their best selves to help their business and help themselves in their own career. And I took the time and said, but this can't be all about me. Uh, we've had enough of Amy. I don't need to be all the hot air all the time. Why don't I reach out to the network of incredible entrepreneurs, influencers, and leaders and say, will you contribute to the to the chapter that I feel is, is your best? And as you brought up earlier, Coach John Robinson, he was one of the contributors to this book. I said, Coach, help me with this. I reached out to Julianne Ford. She's the daughter-in-law of President Ford and said, Julianne, if anybody understands the power of first impressions from being in the White House and raising your family with a presidential family, would you please contribute? And they said yes, because it was a time during COVID when everybody had some free time. And so this book came out of a time that I went to those collaborators, put it together in a way that I feel is bite-sized. And it's really for anyone that is on camera in any way, whether social media, whether Zoom, or whether you're the front man for your company. And that's what came together with this. And you've got a, a, a training course to go along with it. Not only do you have the book, you've got a, a training course called Media Training for Professionals yes. Online Training Course. Tell us about the course. The course was just a way that I can reach those that don't want to do the private coaching because I definitely can only handle so many clients at a time in my private coaching, working with professionals and, and nonprofits as well. So I put the course out there just so that if anybody wants to grab that, have a self-guided course, at least you're still going to get some of those quick tips to help you level up in your visibility and in your presentation. All right. Very good. Okay. Tomorrow is a big day for you. Besides the TV, besides the books, you are also a country artist. Brand new single dropping from the EP, Love another day it happens tomorrow and it's called something to believe in that's the name of the single what is the story behind the single you know there were five songs for this ep 
And it was hard. We went through a thousand songs between the producer and my A&R rep and myself. We went through a thousand songs that were pitched to us from Nashville to choose those five. So every one of them is extremely special to me and has a message. And every one of them is positive. This is the last one. And I kind of what I call saving the best for last because something to believe in is a message about anyone that has believed in you. This could be to a teacher, a mentor, a parent, a best friend, anyone that came in and said, I believe in you. I'm going to lift you up and I'm going to walk you through. And this is that thank you song for saying thank you for believing in me. And so something to believe in it is a really fun favorite. It was the producer's favorite, <laughs> Fred Mullen. He's, he loved this one. I loved it when I first heard it. It was actually a male demo, the a male, male writer and demo. So I had to really think about how I would deliver it as a female artist. And I've waited a year to release this one. What If It All Goes Right came out first a year ago. And so I waited strategically so that each song would really have a life of their own and to now start 2023 saying thank you to those that have believed in me. And that is really my song of thank you to those that have been in my life a long time and said, I believe in you. All right. The song drops tomorrow. I'm going to give you a brief sample of it right now. Check this out. And it was you. Great song right there from Amy Scruggs. It drops tomorrow. You make sure you download it, okay? Something to believe in comes out tomorrow. Now, being a country musician, you've had the honor of opening for many well-known acts. What's your high-water mark to date, would you say? Opening for a particular artist, playing a specific venue. What would you say is the high-water mark today? I love that you asked that because the the little girl in me that always wanted to be Barbara Madrell since I was three years old, if I go into this passion and the love for music and performing, there was the venues. I still have Grand Old Opry on that bucket list. We ha- It hasn't happened yet, but I know it's going to. I believe this EP is going to put that into motion. But to put favorites, there's different categories. Standing in front of our servicemen and women at a coming home ceremony or deployment ceremony, you can't put words to that. The moments that I've been able to have, the cameras weren't there, it was private, I would say were the biggest stages I've been on because it was life-changing to sing the national anthem or perform the song Coming Home in front of our veterans and heroes for those years that I was able to do that. And that would rank up first at the top. Second would be standing in the middle of a stadium honoring our heroes um, and singing the national anthem in the stadiums televised and then go back over to the country music side. I would have to say it was my, my first show, Clint Black. I think oh, that I was the Clint. one. That he, love yes. Clint. Him and Lisa. Yep. He took a chance on me. They said yes when nobody knew who I was yet and said yes to me opening that show on the 4th of July in Arizona. And what's so fun about that day briefly was that a monsoon hit right before the show. So during <laughs> soundtrack time, this massive monsoon came in. And what happened is we weren't able to get a sound check. Lights are being knocked off the stage and the show was about to be canceled. And so Mr. Black, so sweet and wonderful, called for me to come over to his trailer so we could sit and meet since we were all riding out the storm. And he didn't have to do that. And I had a chance to sit with him for about an hour and a half in this bus while we were watching this storm go by, not knowing what was about to happen. And they came in and said, well, the show's still going to go on, but sorry, Amy, you're cut from the, from the show. We don't have time. And Clint Black stood up and said, no, she can do it. And I didn't get to do my full show, but they still gave me three songs. 
And I just thought that was the classiest thing. Here I was an unknown. He could have just easily been like, yeah, it's just another night, another show. And he didn't. And I will never forget his graciousness at making that happen because that show launched everything else I was able to do after that. I've had the great honor of talking to him twice. And each time he's been just one of those real humble individuals who really and truly doesn't he doesn't get up on a stage and 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 say, I'm Clint Black and I've had these great songs. He's just basically he's sitting with with you at a picnic table talking about, you know, it's just that kind of guy. Yes. It, it just amazes me. The next feature I was going to include here, which probably you've just answered that, is a feature that we love to include. It is called Tales from the Road. These are those infamous road stories of getting to a gig, something that happened at a gig. I'm guessing that might be your Tales from the Road. Oh, no, I have a bigger one for you. You have a minute. Go for it. You got it. <laughs> Go for it. Rifle Colorado. We were there for the weekend for the fair and I was headlining in the evenings and it was the day that they had had the rodeo. They had brought in a, a bull, uh, the pro bull riders. And that night we did our show. We finished up. We were the last ones to leave the fairgrounds. And my team, my band decided that they wanted to go see a bull up close. Now remind you, this is the time with flip phones. We did not have social media. We couldn't be streaming this. No new no YouTube videos of it. So they decided to go and see this bull up close. And they took a picture of it with their little flip phone of the white bull that was the prize bull. The next morning I went to the fairgrounds and my kids traveled with me on tour. I have four kids. And at the time the youngest was only four. So I took her in to ride the rides. And the, the the fair manager came up and greeted me. And I said, how are you today? And he said, not so good. We woke up to find the white bull dead in the pen this morning. Oh and I called a very quick band meeting and said, what did you do? And nobody will give me an answer. They said he was alive when they walked away. And so we've just avoided Rifle Colorado since because I'm not quite sure what took place and who killed the bull. And there you go. And you didn't get any of the stakes from it, right? <laughs> no, we didn't. I'm like, Ron, just what did you guys do? Honestly. Oh my goodness, goodness. So it's a mystery. <laughs> We're going to feature one of the songs. This was, I think, the very first one. What if all goes right from uh, your EP, Love Another Day? What's the backstory on that one? Oh, it was that song that was the needle in a haystack. I saw the title and said, that's it. That's what I've been looking for. That's the theme of my life. Instead of saying, how could it go wrong? I always say, well, let's do it. What if this goes right? And this song was just a dream. And I knew that it was going to be an anthem for our world right now. And that's exactly what has happened. And it was so fun to record this song. We felt the magic in the studio after the first take. Fred Mullen, the producer, took off his ear earphones and said, oh, my God, everyone, that's a hit. We knew there was magic in this song. There was magic putting the music video together. And there's been magic in it since its release. Doors have opened. Lives have been impacted and i'm so proud to be the voice behind this song all right very good let's listen to it right now this is what if all goes right from today's guest amy scruggs right here on the someone you should know podcast What if that road that you're taking is a dead end? What if love leaves you all jaded and broken? What if that limb breaks your climbing out on? Yeah, what if it all goes wrong?
that road is a beautiful slow drive What if that love ends up lasting a lifetime? What if that limb holds you oak tree strong? What if this time nothing goes Great song right there from Amy Spruggs, today's guest on the Somebody You Should Know podcast, What If All Goes Right. Amy, let's talk about your backup band and those performed on the on the singles. Who, who's, who's, who's doing what on the band? So the, the band and the musicians that were in studio were the top musicians that you could even ask for that Fred brought in. We have Carrie Marks. He's the musical director for the Grand Old Opry. Tommy Harden, who's the drummer for Alabama. He did just such an incredible job on keys. Catherine Marks. Um, oh my goodness. I, I know I'm going to forget a few of them. There were so many in there. The, the best backup singers, um, the bass, it was the, just the top A-list band you could ask for. And I think doing this during that time of COVID, nobody was out touring. So they were available. And I think that just made it so, so special. And my, my tour band that is I'm so proud of I have to share is that my lead guitar player since he was 18 years old is my oldest son Ryan he's now 31 oh my goodness he started playing for me at 18 and led us on tour I have stood on some of the greatest stages and also with our military and veterans alongside my son uh the ghost riders is what I call them um brothers Brian and Carmi amazing and we actually lost our bass player in 2011. He died suddenly. So he was right. uh, an incredible part of our team and a lot of loss with that. And we've had a few others that have woven in and out since. But um, Ryan's the mainstay. And I couldn't be more proud than to share this music and this passion with my son. Wonderful. That is incredible. That's so, that's great. Uh, upcoming gigs and dates we should know about for your music? 
Oh, everything is digital right now. I'm having such a blast being on incredible shows like you're doing today. And I've chosen a digital release strategy because I'm actually so swamped with my media coaching and the consulting that I can't get away from this microphone. And that's okay because I'm, I'm not any younger this time. And so I really am strategic at when I perform. I think there'll probably be a couple opportunities from some nonprofit and military events coming up here in 2023. But other than that, stay tuned. I have no idea what's around the corner, which leads us to the next thing. Some websites that we should include in our show notes. Uh, what's the best way to reach you and follow what you're doing? amyscruggsmusic.com. And to know more about uh, media tips and coaching, amyscruggsmedia.com. But luckily, I don't have a common name. And if you Google Amy Scruggs, you cannot miss me. <laughs> All right. Very good. Very good. Those will be in the show notes. So if you happen to be in your car right now and listening to me going, oh, gosh, what was that? What was that? Don't worry. They'll be in the show notes along with the videos to the song that we just played. What if all goes right? You'll have that video. You could see this beautiful lady that's across the across the screen from me right now. And also the next song that we're going to feature, we're going to include the video for Fly. Mm. What's the story on Fly? That song hit my heart the minute I heard the demo. And again, it was another male demo. And I said, I, I have to do it because my youngest child was going to be graduating high school in 2022. When we found this song in 2021, I knew that it would complete and release right at the time of her graduation. And this was literally my heart to my children and an anthem for her and her friends that I had watched grow as I see this last one leave the nest and go off to college. And I was so grateful that the school district allowed me to film the video on her high school campus with her friends in it and to showcase just everyday America in the life of a high schooler and what we wish for them to go on and have the most amazing life possible. So I gathered videos, uh, pictures as well of graduates from around the country, and it was a, a tribute to our graduates. We're going to include that in the show notes. The video is going to be in the show notes, the song you're going to hear in a second. But any closing thoughts, Amy, before we kind of wrap things up for today? First of all, thank you for all of your years of service and for putting such a great work out there and a message and a platform for those of us to have. This was a privilege and honor today. And my last word of advice to anyone is to just be limitless. Take the limits off of what you think you can do. Put in what you want to do and that passion and watch and see what happens in your life. I'm yeah. living proof. Very good. Amy Scruggs, my guest today on the So Much You Should Know podcast. Let's listen to Fly right now. And make sure, make sure, make sure you download Something to Believe in tomorrow. It is coming out tomorrow. Make sure you get uh, downloaded and get a couple thousand copies, okay? Let's make this thing go to number one, all right? <laughs> Amy, thanks for being on my show. Thank you.
Hi, this is Rick Anthony thanking you again for listening to this episode of Someone You Should Know. Now, if you're an aspiring musician or an established musician that's looking for a little exposure, I invite you to drop us a line at someone you should know podcast at gmail.com. That's someone you should know podcast at gmail.com. Also, I invite you to tell a friend about the Someone You Should Know podcast. I thank you for tuning in this time and I invite you to check us out next time on the Someone You Should Know podcast, because you never know who's going to show up. Until next time, remember, God loves you, and so do I.